As a freshman, I wanted to take a random class just for the fun of it, since I had the credits to spare. I was looking through the course catalog one day and stumbled upon. Dance 104. This week, we'll be taking a look at Cal State Long Beach's Dance 104, intro to tap dance, taught by the one and only Steve Z. I'll be sitting down with Z himself, as well as Isabel Edmondson, a senior dance major, and Macy Boren, who I took the class with back in 2019, to discuss what the class is all about. This is Course Consultation, a podcast about the most popular and unconventional classes at Cal State Long Beach. I am your host, Bettina Abanez. What you just heard was the semester's Dance 104 class doing the Shim Sham Shimmy. It's basically the ultimate goal of the class to learn the dance by the end of the semester. We do a dance that we approach as a technique exercise, but it's also uh, fun to do because it's from the 1920s. It's called the Shim Sham Shimmy. So we not only use it to learn tap technique, but we learn it because we're the tap history class and we get to look at a dance that was choreographed in the 1920s that people still do today. That's Steve Z, the only instructor of Intro to Tap at CSULB. He's been teaching part-time for almost 20 years, but he is also a musician and has a background in theater. I'm a tap dancer trained by the old-time guys, people who were well-known in the 1930s and 40s and 50s, real tap dancers. This class qualifies as a humanities G, which is the reason most students take it, but it is most likely pretty different from the other classes that cover the requirement. The class meets two times a week, which is a pretty standard practice, but along with the normal lecture session where you learn about the history of the dance, there are also movement sessions. On those days, students strap on their tap shoes and actually learn to dance. It usually started off with a warm-up, and then like he would get up in the front of the room and it would be like a mimic type situation where he would you know do some taps and then we would come back and we would we'd copy it and then every once in a while he'd throw in like a like a shuffle and then we'd be like whoa what is that <laughs> then it took us a little bit to get used to it that's macy Bourne. she took the class with me back in 2019 and i actually remember being so intimidated by her because she was always at the front of the class and she was so good um, and I found out later that she actually already knew how to tap dance from taking a couple classes in high school and as a little kid. It is super introductory beginning tap dancing. Most of the students have never had a tap class before. However, I move, I move quickly enough that even if someone has had some experience, there's going to be something in there for them. Somehow, Z found a pacing that works for all experience levels. I personally felt like the class wasn't too fast and just really engaging, and I had a little bit of dance experience, but tap was nowhere near a part of anything I'd done before. And even dance major Isabel Edmondson felt the class was enjoyable with her more developed tap background. I think it was just fun getting to tap again and getting to like dance together. I feel like towards the end of the semester, you know, we had our warm up down, so we'd all just be doing it together. And then we got to do like a fun little combination. I took it with three other dance majors. So that's also what made it fun because <laughs> I knew some people in the class. I think towards the end when we were when we were doing the big old shim shim shimmy as a group, I think that was that was a really, really cool moment because 
like everyone was at different levels. We had some people who started off at the very beginning who had to borrow tap shoes for the class. And then we had some people like me who have a couple pair of tap shoes, you know. And I was just like really amazed like the progress that everyone was like able to get to and the, this like where we ended up. In the class, Z covers all the basics in movement and the foundational steps used for a lot of different combinations. You've got to know how your leg should feel, how it should move up and down to generate sounds, how we make the sounds in tap dancing so you learn physical technique, and all of the basic steps. Shuffle toe, shuffle step, shuffle ball change, flaps, flaps and heels. We do time steps, which are a significant thing to know from the 1800s. In a lot of little kid classes and high school classes, you're so focused on the end result, but he really did a good job of like, okay, here's what a shuffle sounds like. Here's the individual parts of your foot and like relaxing into it was really, really a, a whole new teaching technique that I had never experienced before. I've like taught dance before as well to like younger people, but I think he was very good at teaching like beginners who are older, if that makes sense. Like I personally wouldn't know how to teach some of the like fundamental like tap steps because it's hard to explain. You kind of just learn it, you know it from being like younger growing up in a dance studio, but he was really good at like, I feel like breaking down steps and explaining things that are very basic for tap. Now, even though Isabel, Macy, and I had some sort of experience in dance previously, we also found the class new and refreshing. This is largely due to Z's unique style of teaching because there were things that Z covered in his class that a lot of dance studios don't. History and music theory. Tap dancing literally is the history of the United States. On the very first day, if you recall, the very first lecture is about slavery. It's about plantations. It's about the blending of cultures that happens because of all of that. And over the course of the semester, we end up talking, if you recall, about the Civil War. My teacher described it as like hip hop of our time. Like it was very like out and in movies and all this stuff. So very interesting to learn about that. So we read this like history of tap dance book, which was crazy just because I hadn't even learned the history at all. I just kind of knew how to move my feet. We wouldn't really go over the book in class, but it was like, okay, this chapter was about this guy and he would show us like cool clips of him or um, kind of what that means. And mm -hmm. then he was super knowledgeable. Like he really, really understood the history, which I thought was really cool. Rhythm is arguably one of the most important parts of tap dance, and to know rhythm is to know music theory, but it's not something that's traditionally covered in a lot of dance classes. Steve Z stresses its importance in his class. It was basically just like how to count like an eight count, because if, you, if you've never taken a dance class or a, uh, anything like that, you don't get like the five, six, seven, eight, one, two, three, four, that type of thing, you know, to get them to prompt it. So just trying to get us to like, stay and be and on the count and stuff because there's like just such a wide range of people who take that class since it is like GE. I think a really really good example of that is when he was talking about how to do a time step. In in the tap classes they'll teach you five six seven eight but he was like 
you know what, we're we're doing two bars, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, because one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight isn't in any music ever. It's one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. Right. And so he teaches us, you're going to start on one and not you're going to start on eight. And so even that, I was like, whoa, <laughs> music things, that's cool. <laughs> in the end, to be a good tap dancer, you have to know at least something about music. So we talk about quarter notes and eighth notes and straight and swinging and triplets and sixteenth notes and bars and phrases and music because in the end even though you're dancing you're also simultaneously making percussion like any class dance 104 has its tests and assignments but they aren't too overbearing there are readings to be done out of the textbook to prepare for the written midterm and final and there are also movement tests from time to time there were definitely tests. There was a midterm and a final that was, like, written, and there were questions, but I feel like he prepped us for it. Like, I'm pretty sure there was a study guide, and it was a lot of, like, written response from what I remember, and then maybe we had random little quizzes, like, even on the music things, like, how to, like, count, but overall, like, the movement, like, exams, it's basically, like, you show up and do it, and you'll you'll get a good grade, you know, and it wasn't it wasn't scary or anything. It was like in groups. It wasn't like a solo moment or anything. We just had like a midterm and then a final kind of, right? right? I think so. And they were written um, and they were off of like, just like hot topics in, in the book. So um, some like major players of dance. Um, who was this? Who was this guy? What did they do? Why were they important? And mainly names and dates, but... Um, that's kind of what I remember it being. Um, and then, oh, and then every once in a while we'd have like a dance test. We had, he made us get up there and we danced, what, four bars? <laughs> One <Yeah>. bar? <laughs> yeah. Four counts? <laughs> it was so fast. It was like, all right, <laughs> good job, good job, good job. And it was never like, there was never pressure or anything. It was oh, so Oh, no, fast. not at all. So he let us do it with people. He let us have a partner do it. That was really cool. Z ensures that the dance portion of the class is nothing to be nervous about. He's very well aware that not everybody in the class is the best dancer or the best mover or even comfortable with performing in front of people. So he does his best to create a nurturing environment for the movement sessions and exams. It is for anyone and everyone, everyone is welcome. This class is not about creating professional tap dancers. This class is about someone who comes in and makes like a good faith effort, right? Let's put it this way. If you're wildly uncoordinated, okay? Let's just say, just to be blunt about it, say you're wildly uncoordinated, but you're trying. You're going to improve. You are. Maybe you're not going to be the best dancer who ever lived, but you're going to improve because that's what happens when you try and you practice. Right? So to me, for the purposes of this class at this university, if you're in the room, you're trying, you're working hard, and you're improving, you know, little by little, that's the definition of an A student. The best tap dancer in the room is not the A student. It's the person who's trying. They're the A student. And if you still aren't sold on whether or not you should take Intro to Tap Dance with Steve Z, he has three reasons lined up for you. It's an opportunity to try an art form that maybe you've never tried before. 
It's an opportunity to look at history in a way you've never looked at it before. And ta-da, you fulfill a GE, you know, so you can graduate. You're killing three birds with one stone, which is huge animal cruelty, but very efficient. It is. It's okay. So that was Dance 104 and show to tap Steve Z. If you're looking for a class to cover the humanities GE or you just want to finally fulfill your dream of doing a time step, maybe this is the class for you. Z does, however, have one final thing to say to anyone wanting to take the class. You know, I think there, I think, oh no, oh my stomach is going to be growling in this. That's how we open the episode. Yes, you open the episode. Because now the other thing you need to say, because you know, because my stomach growled is no eating in the dance studio. That's oh. that's why that's why we're all hungry now. All right. Thanks for listening to this episode of Course Consultation. I'm Bettina Ibanez. Until next time.